Hey, everybody. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of The Head Start, Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and AbV. In each episode, Nora has a real conversation with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they took action to understand this disease. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey and learn a little bit more about life with chronic migraine. Hey, everybody. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to June 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Chuck. Yeah. Hey, Chuck. Studio 1A. Yes. Deep within the bowels. HowStuffWorks corporate headquarters. That's where we are. Um, Chuck, I have a question for you. Shoot. Is that a uh, a bottle of Windex in your pants? (laughs) It is not. Oh, that's funny, because I can see myself in them. Really? hmm I have no idea where this is going, actually. I just wanted to demonstrate an example of flirting. That's flirting? It is a really overt, crude, crass, and, and probably completely counterproductive form of flirting. But yes, that was flirting. I don't know if that counts, actually. That was just a, a come online. I don't know if that counts as flirting, to be honest. Well, I could have just as easily said, Chuck, have you seen the latest issue of National Geographic? Believe it or not, there's a leopard on the cover. That is not flirting at all. I True. chose to direct a sentence True. to try to get you into bed just now. Uh, I'm, I'm expressly, blushing. Expressly, <laughs> actually blushing as a result of flirting. Right. We'll get into that later. And I've got some very startling facts about blushing and other things like that. This is going to be I a good one. Good. So we're talking about flirting today, Chuck. Right. Um, from what I understand, flirting is technically considered a language, especially by evolutionary psychologists, um, behavioral psychologists, right. anthropologists, basically anybody with an ist at right. the end, just especially, um, considers it, it, it's a type of language, uh, it's body language, but it's language nonetheless. Exactly. It is. And, uh, it's, it's been pretty important to our survival as a species. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, what flirting is, whether you know it's it's me giving you a bad pickup line or rubbing your knee as I am right now, right. Um, it's is it, that you? It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you think it was Jerry, our producer? No, I thought we had a, a troll under the table here. No, that was me. What did you think? Uh, it felt nice. Okay. So um, whether it's rubbing your knee or trying to pick you up with with a bad line, um, basically what I'm doing is. I'm sizing you up and letting you size me up to figure out how well we could reproduce. Right. Okay. In a sense. And the reason it's so important for, you know, uh, the the evolution of the human race and actually just about every other animal uh, race out there or species out there is um, it, 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 we can figure out whether or not the, the reproduction will work before actually having sex. So essentially without flirting – Either nothing would happen ever, 
right? Uh-huh. Or everything would happen all the time, and there'd be six trillion people on the planet, which would wobble sickeningly under the weight. Right. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. So we would have died out, or there'd just be too many of us. And either right. way, we'd be screwed. Right. So flirting is a way of kind of leading up to the sex part and keeping us from jumping in bed with every single person to see if it works. Right. Well, thank God for that. Agreed. Agreed. Flirting's kind of fun, isn't yeah, it? Sure. It's I, I'm a world-class flirt. Are you really? Yeah. Sure. Well, you always rein it in when I'm around. Well, you know. You never let that light shine on the Josh. <laughs> on the Josh. I like that. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about some of the flirting signs, like some, some of the I physical think, cues? I think you should. Okay. Uh, using your name a lot in a conversation, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize that. That's Oh, like, I did. Really? Yeah. And it's actually kind of off-putting if it's not done very deftly. I could see that. Yeah. Hey there, are you thirsty? Well, before you take a sip, have you stopped to think about what's in your water? Many conventional bottled waters contain PFAS, harmful substances known as forever chemicals. But you can drink water as clean as nature intended. Richard's rainwater collects 100% pure, refreshing drops of rain. Yes, it really is rain, everybody. This rain is caught clean before it hits the ground or becomes polluted with pesticides and contaminants commonly found in groundwater. Yep, Richard's rainwater is naturally pure with no need for harsh chemicals or additives. That means no added fluoride, no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. And you can enjoy the clean taste of Richard's still rainwater and the long-lasting cold-pressured bubbles of Richard's sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And we even have a special offer, don't we, Josh? Yeah, text STUFF to 2512-928887, and you'll get $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's rainwater. Sip the sky. Hey everybody, we're here to tell you about Viator, a tool that you can use to plan and book travel experiences around the world. That's right. The Viator app and website make it easy to explore 300,000 plus travel experiences so you can discover what's out there no matter where you're traveling or what you're interested in. Yep, Viator can help you plan better travel experiences. 300,000 plus travel experiences to choose from means you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. That's right. You can also enjoy real traveler reviews to get insider information from people who've already been on the experience that you're considering. Plus, you get free cancellation that helps you plan for the unexpected. Yeah, and Viator offers 24-7 customer service, so you know you'll get support at any hour if things aren't going as planned. So download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find the perfect travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Uh, complimenting the, the other person. Mm-hmm. That obvious one. Sure. Uh, asking about interest. Um, touching an arm or knee. That's a big one. That's huge. Someone told me early on, an, a female friend of mine, that when a girl's talking to you and she like grabs your arm or shoulder or something, that is a sign of all signs. Yeah, my, my sister, when I was younger, told me that if a girl ever looks at you more than once... And you're not dressed like a total freak. She's interested, right? Like if you don't have, your- she's she's open to to, yeah. to checking you out. Basically, sure. yeah. Uh, and guy, you know, we're idiots. Men are idiots. So we we need the females to tell us these things along the way. Otherwise, I just think, why does that girl keep touching me on the arm? Well, uh, and we'll get to this again in a second too. Um, it's not entirely our fault. Uh, we'll we'll talk about protean. Um, Protean behavior. All right. Well, we need to get to that quick then because that's interesting. Um, <laughs> another one, though, is leaning in close to someone, obviously physical proximity. 
uh, and smiling. The old classic smile. Which, which you know, can be taken one way or another. Sure. Okay, so um, let me talk about that protean behavior, right? Right. Uh, basically, what that is, is it's a, it's a form of flirting that most women do, where it's just on the threshold be- between normal behavior and flirting, mm-hmm. right? And it gives a woman plausible deniability exactly. in case her, her advances are rejected or she doesn't get the response she wants, right? Right, or in case the guy turns out to be a big dope. Kind of. Yeah, but it's it's confusing. Is it more a protective thing? Um, like to protect themselves? No, I took it actually like, yeah, they're they're protecting themselves like if they're rejected. Right. If the guy doesn't go, hey. Sure, you know, hey, put hey. yourself out there. Exactly. And, she right. can, you know, easily rein it back in. Okay. And, you know, but if if you aren't picking up on this quite right, if you're not aware of these protean gestures, um, which is actually its name for um, Proteus, the Greek mythological figure who could shapeshift right. very appropriately. Makes sense. Um, it, it's very confusing. Uh-huh. And I consider myself a fairly smooth dude, but I'm confused by this. And uh, <laughs> actually, after I figured out that there is such a thing as protean gestures, it, um, it supported my general theory that women suck. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a big... Eye-opening experience. Well, I know men's flirtations are much more uh, aggressive and overt. Um, overt, exactly. Uh, women do things like flip their hair, or it says actually in the article, bat their eyelashes. It seems slightly dated to me, to be honest. It's pretty but, coquettish. Yeah, I guess they still do that though. Yeah. Do and, they? Oh, I haven't seen it in years, so I have no we'll idea. Have to keep an eye out for it. But yeah, men, men, uh, intense eye contact and, and aggressive gesturing. They're a little more uh, intense with their flirting. Yes, that is true. Not protein. Now, what's what's interesting about flirting is that it's such an animalistic behavior. Number one, um, it's it's uh, emotional behavior. It's not rational, right? We don't walk up to one another and say, "I'd like to have sex with you." Shall we have sex? Right. It's it's all very it's it, it's 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 very again smooth uh-huh. uh, if done right. If not, it's painfully clumsy. Right. Either way, it's it's. It's driven by desire, which is an emotion. Mm-hmm. And guess who? Guess who makes an appearance? Our old friend Darwin. No, uh, I mean he's always in the backdrop somewhere. He's got Kash- his fingers. Kashkari? No, not Kashkari. Uh, I, I give up. The, the fight or flight response, the sympathetic nervous system. Exactly, our yes. favorite thing. Um, so basically, this very uh, primeval part of the brain takes over when you see a woman or a man that you would like to have sex with. The limbic system. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which controls the sympathetic nervous system. Yep. Um, you, so you see somebody, you're turned on, and you you engage in this flirtatious behavior, but you're you're not thinking, I'm going to, um, you know, uh, puff my chest out, but you do anyway. Right. Or women don't, you know, kind of swivel their hips a little bit to to let the guy see, you know, that they're they're of a proper ratio to from waist to hip. Yeah, let's talk about that just briefly. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, apparently women will draw attention to their pelvis because it um, indicates whether or not they can carry a child. Yeah. And uh, additionally, um, men are attracted to women with that ratio, the hip to ra- hip to waist ratio. Uh, the waist must be no more than sixty to eighty percent of the hip circumference. Yeah. You want to so, know what's what's uncanny? What? They've done studies on women with those kind of ratios uh-huh. and they found that um, the women who fall into that that sixty to eighty percent, actually seventy, the ones who fall right in the middle, uh-huh. are the most fertile. 
Really? Yeah, so there's actually a basis in it. Wow. So when, when you see like a curvaceous woman and you're turned on by her, uh-huh. you're basically uh, responding to you know, eons of collective memory, right. uh, of experience, of, you know, that's on this cellular level. Right. It's but evolution, baby. It is, baby. And it's real strong. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Pretty cool. So we know all this because people actually study it. And there is a guy, all of this studying started um, in the 70s, I think. Right. Real serious study of flirting started in the 70s. There is a guy, and um, as per usual, I'm going to butcher this person's name. Let's hear it. Arrhenius Eibel Eibsfeldt. That sounds good to me. Thank you. Um, and Arrhenius it was a, I don't actually know, I imagine maybe some sort of psychologist, a sociologist possibly. A gist. He came up with his own little camera that took a picture in a different direction he was pointing it. So he could get candid photos of people. Oh, cool. And he trained this uh, super cool uh, f- camera on couples around the world who were engaged in, in flirting. Without pointing the camera at them. Right. Okay. So they, they didn't think they were being right, photographed, right. and they, were, they weren't they were paying any attention to him. Um, and he started comparing these photos, and he found a pattern, actually. Um, and w- women generally tend to extend their necks. Uh-huh which is actually very comparable to um, female wolves in the wild that will turn over and submit to men. It's, uh-huh. a, it's, a, it's an act of submission. Um, men tend to puff out their chests. Right. And all of this together, it's very animalistic, and it's How about universal. sucking their stomachs? Is that in there? Uh, actually, if you think <laughs> about it, sucking in your stomach puffs, puffs out, out your, your chest. chest. Good point. And you, you want to puff out your chest. You want your, um, your, your, your chin to go up and appear broader. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the things you're showing a woman as a man is that you are, well, number one, you're virile. Right. And actually, bilateral symmetry, yeah, your face being even uh-huh. on both sides, is a, a real sign of developmental health. Yeah. So good genes right there. I saw a special on that one. It's very it, interesting. Symmetry. Yeah. yeah it is. It, it's kind of off-putting. Uh, asymmetry is a little off-putting if uh-huh. you really think about it. Um, and so you've got the, you've got symmetry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actual reproductive health. You have um, like a prominent jaw. Right. That's developed by testosterone. So you have reproductive ability. And then if you're a big guy, wide shoulders, you know, big chest you can puff out, you're showing that you can actually protect the young right. that you're about to um, create with this this woman you're going to get it on with. Right. With the, just with showing you her neck. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was the original study. This guy found that um, that this is universal, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, it started to really kind of take off. And actually, most of the actual studies of um, flirting and, and, and flirtatious behavior have been conducted in like lounges. Like one landmark study was conducted in the re- in the bar of a Hyatt hotel. Nice. And after you know, after studying, I, I don't know, probably for several days, if not weeks, um, the researchers got so good at it that they could predict just on body language alone who is going to go upstairs together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they, we've got flirting down pat. Unfortunately, you know, most of us don't have flirting down pat. Like researchers may understand it, uh-huh. but it's still just kind of this vague, um, often uneasy kind of thing. Right. There's no formula. No, there definitely isn't. It, there, it'd probably be kind of depressing if there was a formula. Yeah. And obviously, there is a universal physical gestures, but apparently, we have um, different cultures have layered on their own interpretations of these gestures, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Did you read that um, Germans and Americans famously tend to get their wires crossed when flirting? Really? 
Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, German women find uh, American men too forward when they flirt, and apparently German men uh, just get all sorts of confused when uh, American women are, are just talking to them. They assume they're they're being flirted with. Yeah, I could see that. Probably because of the same reason. American women, are, I think, are a little more forward than German women. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Hey there, are you thirsty? Well, before you take a sip, have you stopped to think about what's in your water? Many conventional bottled waters contain PFAS, harmful substances known as forever chemicals. But you can drink water as clean as nature intended. Richard's rainwater collects 100% pure, refreshing drops of rain. Yes, it really is rain, everybody. This rain is caught clean before it hits the ground or becomes polluted with pesticides and contaminants commonly found in groundwater. Yep, Richard's rainwater is naturally pure with no need for harsh chemicals or additives. That means no added fluoride, no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. And you can enjoy the clean taste of Richard's still rainwater and the long-lasting cold-pressured bubbles of Richard's sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And we even have a special offer, don't we, Josh? Yeah, text STUFF to 2512-928887 and you'll get $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's rainwater. Sip the sky. Hey everyone, host Nora McInerney is back for season two of The Head Start, Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and AbbVie. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they take action to understand the disease. That's right. Recognizing how a migraine attack can change the course of your day, she unpacks each guest's journey and how they talk to their doctors to find the treatment plans that are right for them. Yep, along with headache specialist Dr. Christopher Ryan and other special guests, Nora speaks to these incredible people who've channeled their feelings of isolation in their chronic migraine journey into advocacy and art. Plus, there are also eight episodes of their first season available for you to binge. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start. Embracing the journey as they learn a little bit more about life with chronic migraine. I've got another study, if, you, if we have time. I'd love it, yeah. This was not in a bar. Uh, this was uh, a few years ago at, at Tulane University, and they uh, researched a little bit about how flirting affected women in the workplace and their careers. And it was a small sample, only 164 women, mm-hmm. but fairly valid. Um, 50% of these women said they use various forms of flirting as a tool to get ahead uh, at work, and 49% said they have never flirted uh, for such purposes. And the women interested, what do you think? I haven't even told you this. What's what's the call? Flirting gets you ahead or no? I would say yeah. Nope. Really? Yep. What they found was that the women uh, who did not flirt earned seventy-five dollars to $100,000 per year, while women who did flirt averaged 50000 to 75000 Wow. And uh, if you did not flirt, you also were promoted three times as many times. And basically their their takeaway was that uh, sexuality is a short-term power source. It, it, does it kind of cheapen your cheapen the value of your personality to the, in they the didn't eyes say, of other but people? That's what I, I could assume that maybe a man would not take a woman as seriously if he realized that she was flirting to try and get ahead. Huh. I know I wouldn't. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, so. nice one, Chuck. Thank you. Way to pull that one up for the bowels of Tulane. Right. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's flirting. Uh, hopefully, it, it helps a little bit here or there for 
all of you awkward, single, gangly young men out there who have trouble getting dates, just um, make them laugh. Yeah, that, that really ultimately, you know, throw symmetry out the window. Yeah. If, if you're not very virile, whatever. Uh, there's pills out there. Sure. In, in both Chuck's and my opinion, it comes down to if you can make a woman laugh, she'll be yours forever. Right. If you're not funny, then we have no advice for you whatsoever. You, no. you better be handsome. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Well, I guess, uh, you know, Chuck, it's probably time for their advice for us. Right. Which would be listener mail. Exactly. Okay, Josh, uh, this listener mail isn't so much advice, uh, but it's some fan mail from uh, someone. <laughs> Was that a terrible segue? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, from someone named Kaz, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, K-A-A-S, Kaz Bachtal, B-A-C-H-T-A-L, from uh, Ashland, Wisconsin. Okay. Nice Wisconsin uh, person. Yeah. Uh, so, hi, I've been listening to your podcast, enjoying them greatly. Always a good way to get your uh, thing read on the air, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Starting <laughs> off that way. And this is on the podcast we did on guerrilla gardening, which is when people uh, take over public spaces and uh, plant flowers and things. And uh, at one point in the podcast, we talked about how we can't imagine that someone would not want anyone to do this. Yeah, should we play that? Yeah, let's play a little clip. Yeah, you know, I'd like to pick someone's brain who's really against this. Yeah. I want to meet the person who sees what's going on and goes home and is just fuming. Yeah. How dare they plant those flowers right there? Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm curious what's, what's happening there. Yeah. And I, I don't think I could explain it, but I know for a fact I've met people like that before. Yeah. It's always a little unsettling. Uh, so this person writes in and says, I can think of one possible situation where a perfectly sensible property owner might object to guerrilla gardening. Uh, in some areas, a person can lose some rights pertaining to their own land if someone else can show a pattern of long-term benefit from trespassing. So uh, they're thinking of people parking or walking on other folks' land for 20 years. Then the owner comes and they're unable to get uh, rid of these people without any legal recourse. So the only way to have uh, to prevent this, in some cases, is to keep people from establishing that long-term usage benefit in the first place, i.e., planting flowers and making it, you know, a more attractive place to hang out. That is a, an excellent, excellent point that I hadn't thought of. Um, that's squatting, essentially. Right. And uh, that's that's a great point. As a matter of fact, for that great point, don't you think Kasha should get a T-shirt? Uh, if if we can get Koss a T-shirt, I think we should. Let's we'll see what we can do. Koss, if you want to, send us your um, your address, and we will see if we can get a How Stuff Works TV T-shirt out. For and you. shirt size. Yeah, shirt size. Good one, Chuck. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Anybody else who has any comments, any mail, any anything, you want to drop us a line, send it to stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Hey, everybody. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to June 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Are you thirsty? Well, Richard's rainwater is caught clean before it even hits the ground. Rain is naturally pure, so there's no need for harsh chemicals or additives. Richard's rainwater contains no chlorine, no forever chemicals, 
no microplastics, no nothing. Enjoy the smooth, clean taste of still rainwater or the cold, pressured bubbles of sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And for a coupon, text STUFF to 251-292-8887 and receive $2 off a 12-pack case of Richards Rainwater. 